Hello, everyone, and welcome to Headwise, the weekly video and audio podcast of the National Headache Foundation. I'm Dr. Lindsay Weitzel. I am the founder of Migraine Nation, and I have a history of chronic and daily migraine that began at the age of four. I am excited to tell you that I am here today with Staff Sergeant Samantha Aquino. Hello, Samantha. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm good. Samantha is here to talk to us today about the fact that she had chronic migraine while in the military, still has it. She has a very interesting history of chronic migraine and an interesting military history. And we're going to talk about this today because we like to outreach to the military, to veterans. The National Headache Foundation has a special program called Operation Brainstorm for people in the military and for veterans. And this is something we've been doing recently. We were doing it when we were in D.C. And so we are going to talk to her about her experience, uh, how she developed migraine and how she continued to work with it and get a diagnosis and how it has been for her. And I really do love her story. It has been published a couple of times. You may have seen her picture. You may have read about her. Um, so let's go ahead and listen to what she has to say to us. So Samantha, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your military history? Yes. So uh, I was in the Marine Corps from 2007 to 2017, so approximately 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I transitioned into the Army. Uh, I am the first woman tanker in the United States. Uh, there was five of us that graduated together uh, from the tank course in Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, after that, in 2016, they fully integrated women at that time. Okay. So that is part of what is so interesting, I think, about your history as you are the first female to uh, operate a tank. So I find that very interesting and amazing. So how did you end up developing uh, migraine, chronic migraine? How did this all start for you? So in 2012, I was on my first deployment in Afghanistan. I have two there. Um so we were doing a martial arts training uh, where somebody, uh, we collided heads and I was concussed. I had passed out, um, was unconscious for a little bit and then came to. Um, a little while later, I went back to my room and I went to sleep and I woke up in the middle of the night with the most excruciating pain in my head that I've ever felt in my life. And I had no idea what was going on. I was confused. I was just lost. Uh, so I got up and I went to what I thought was the, um, the medical facility that's next to our rooms. And I ended up in the bathroom and my, one of my first sergeants found me there. And she was like, at the time I was uh, Sergeant Smith. So she's like, Sergeant Smith, are you okay? And I was like, who are you? And I just got really aggressive with her. And, and thankfully she knew me really well so that I wasn't like a belligerent or rude person. Uh, so she was like, something was not right. And so she walked me over to uh, the medical facility with, where they took me to Camp Bastion, the base that is connected to Camp Leatherneck uh, in Hellman's Providence. And I was treated there. Oh my goodness. That's quite a story. So um, at that point, um, I'm sure that they evaluated you, et cetera. Were you in pain right away? Uh, obviously you were in pain then. Did you have chronic pain right away? Did that develop later? Um, my head was definitely sore. I was definitely getting a headache, uh, but I like to think I'm tough. Uh, so I was trying to suck it up for the most part. 
Um, but it wasn't anything that was stopping me from doing my job on a daily basis uh, or for that day. Um, it was just when I went to sleep and in the middle of the night, I woke up and it was just the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. I could barely see and everything. Okay. Did you at some point develop chronic migraine, chronic headaches, any other chronic effects from that? Yes. So I became really sensitive to light at, after that. Uh, so I couldn't go anywhere without wearing sunglasses. There would be an instant headache, um, bright lights, instant headache. And what, what I thought was headache, but it actually was migraine. Um, but I didn't know what that was back then. Um, so I just thought I was having some really bad headaches uh, every time I went outside pretty much. Were you able to get a diagnosis right away? No. Uh, so they didn't diagnose me with anything while I was there except for a concussion. Um, after that, it was just, I would complain about the headaches and they're just like, well, drink more water. You're dehydrated. You take some ibuprofen, which unfortunately I took so much ibuprofen that I had ulcers in my stomach and now I can no longer take ibuprofen because of the amount that I was trying to take to stop these headaches that wasn't doing anything for me. Um, cause that's just what our medical personnel were just telling me to do and they didn't know either. So, right. Um, at what point, how long did it take you, I should say, to actually get a correct diagnosis? And did that make a difference in your treatment and, and how you were feeling? Yeah. So, uh, when I joined the army, um, I just complained so much about these chronic headaches and I just didn't understand. And finally I had a physician assistant that was familiar with migraine and he was like, I'm going to send you to neurology and they're going to do a full workup on you there. And it wasn't until 2019 that I was diagnosed with migraine. Wow. And okay. So how many years was that? Uh, seven, about wow. seven years without the correct diagnosis, which was really hard for me because they just thought like, oh, you're weak, you're soft, you have a headache, blah, 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 normal women's symptoms, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, that's, that's not what it is. And um, once I was diagnosed with migraine, I luckily went to a unit and my platoon sergeant at the time has migraine and he's very familiar with it. And so since he has it, I got diagnosed correctly with it. And life has been great ever since because I have the correct medication. I have people that support me and understand what it is. But it just it just kind of stunk that I had to wait seven years to get a proper diagnosis and then wait for a platoon sergeant, someone senior to me, that has the same issues that could explain to senior people what it is. And so that they can understand that this is not just a headache, that this can't go away with Tylenol or ibuprofen. Uh, and this is a really serious condition. I'm I'm so glad you're here to tell this story. Thank you for this. Um, were you able to continue doing the job you had, operating a tank, et cetera, after you had a concussion and developed chronic migraine? So I was not a tanker back then. Um, okay. Yeah, I was just basically an administrator, but I in the Marine Corps, you do whatever job is available to you. So... Mm -hmm. They need me to do outside labor. That's what I did. If they need me to work in an office. That's what I did. Uh, I was just kind of filling in holes. So at that time I was working in an office and no, I could not do my job properly because I couldn't look at a computer screen uh, for too long because it was hurting my eyes so bad. 
When I became a tanker in 2014, I still could not tank. Um, I, I get aura, the, the white cloud in front of my eyes and I can't see, uh, the, the exhaust and the smells from inside the tank, the, how loud the tank is. Um, and even if you were, your hearing protection is still so like I lost hearing. So I, I now wear hearing aids. Um, so it's just, it, it's a lot and I, I cannot properly function with migraine to be quite honest. Okay. Um, so, but now you do have medication that has, uh, and other treatments I'm sure that have helped your quality of life, correct? Yes. Um, do you have advice just out of curiosity for other people in the military who may have similar experiences to your own? What can you tell them to maybe make that experience better for them? So I just end up getting really lucky to have a physician assistant that was familiar with the symptoms that I was having because I had no idea what I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have family members that have migraine, but I didn't know because to me that was my norm after seven years. It's just is normal. So it, I didn't feel like I had a problem. It was just a headache that just wouldn't go away. And I just dealt with it over time. Uh, if you have that specific issues that something is not going away and you feel like it's not normal, be persistent with your with your PAs and your your doctors and just 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 really be persistent and request to go to neurology because neurologists know the most about these things. Uh, ENTs know a lot about this, um, so definitely push to see a specialist and not just settle for the the physician assistant or the doctor, the general doctor that you have. Definitely push for that referral, and you'll get it. Interesting. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to add um, to speaking to uh, our audiences, all sorts of people? Hopefully we have people in the military, some veterans listening. We have all sorts of people listening. Is there anything you'd like to add that I have not asked you? Um, So the only thing I could say is that uh, you're not alone. Uh, What you're feeling is, is not a normal feeling if you're coming up with these pains with aura and it literally feels like a grenade. So right before a grenade explodes, you know, it kind of swells and it's just like, you feel there's all that pressure going inside the grenade right before it pops. And that's literally what your head feels like. And if you're in the military, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, just get that checked out and be persistent. It's not normal. And you don't have to live that way. You don't, I live basically migraine free for the most part. Um, I do get them occasionally. Like I think I had one about three months ago. Um, but with the correct medication and the support I had, I was able to go through that and be okay without, and I was deployed at the time. So the more people know about it and the more they understand, the better it is just, just understand that you're not alone. Right. Well, thank you so much, Samantha. That story really is amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I think that everyone can learn from it and it's just, it's a great story. Um, and uh, if you would like to learn more about some resources available to you, if you are in the military, if you are a veteran and you're experiencing headache, you can go to headaches.org. Um, we have some videos there. We have some resources there. We have Operation Brainstorm there, which uh, tells you about ways you can have access to uh, ask questions of headache specialists, etc. So uh, the NHF has a few resources for you 
there. So thank you so much, Samantha. And thank you everyone for listening today. And please join us again next week on the weekly video cast and podcast of the National Headache Foundation. Bye-bye.